Hello, it's Peter Wright and Kathleen Beauvais in Ontario, Canada, with episode number 52 of The Yacking Show. And this is where we talk about life, business, and more, and we bring you tips and ideas for the changing world we're finding ourselves in. We should have had a really interesting guest for you today. It's a lady who will come back at a later time, but she had a very urgent reason for rescheduling. So it's going to be Kathleen and me to carry the show down the road today. We've got a couple of interesting things we want to bounce around. But first, let me welcome Kathleen. Hey, Kathleen, how are you doing from Waterloo? Hi, Peter. Um, I'm doing well. Hello, everyone, and thank you for tuning in. We so appreciate you. And um, if you're in, if any of you is interested in becoming a guest on our show, please don't hesitate to reach out to Peter or myself. We'd love to hear from you. So, Peter, what do you want to chat about today? Well, first of all, I wanted to tell you about a conversation I had with a, a person yesterday. I had a man bought my one of my book my five steps for thriving on adversity book which i keep punting on the show and i still have a few copies left we've got to get a reprint and he he bought my book but he wanted to make contact with me and just have a chat and we did have a really good chat and he, he had a interesting story and before i get into his story and i can't get give you too many details obviously because it's his personal story but that prompted um, the idea for the show. So in a nutshell, here was a man who had a really good job in the USA and then moved to another country for, to go down an entirely different direction. He was farming for a while. Uh, and much like my story, he fell foul of changing politics and lost virtue everything, moved back to the States, got another job, and then that fell through because of the virus. So here we have a guy in his 50s, and uh, he's got to reinvent his life. But um, he has a possibility of moving to yet another country, and we were talking about that. And it sounds like that's going to be a really good idea for him because he can't see much future in his field in the USA. So that got me thinking there must be probably thousands, if not millions of people in similar positions because of the virus. What's your experience, Kathleen? What do you think? Is it a common problem? I just know, um, personally, I've heard of so many different people that have been affected by this. How could they not be? It's been such a ripple effect. So uh, locally and uh, even worldwide, but even to chat about our local communities, uh, a lot of businesses had to shut their doors after being in business for years and years. Startup companies are uh, adversely affected, and some of them have had to just stop what they're doing and uh, reevaluate their entire lives. And of course, when you lose your business, it it impacts everything about your life. Some people are losing their homes. Um, I, I know I'm sounding sound, kind of negative, but it is the reality of what we are living currently. Um, we would love to put a positive spin to what is happening right now. But, um, you know, I, I think for a lot of people, they're having to reassess their entire, their entire life and their careers and where they want to go from here. And, and maybe from that perspective, it's not such a bad thing that maybe if they were stuck in, in a position or a job that they weren't happy with, maybe now's the time that they, they reevaluate and see how they can make something, uh, you know, make their dreams come true. Yeah, for sure. And <clears throat> talking to, to this chap, he <clears throat> thought that moving to a different country is where he has some context is for him, probably his, his best option. 
and one of the obvious ways he could earn money there would be to teach English because English is not the home language of that particular country. So he might be fortunate. He's got a few other skills I'm sure he could put to good use. People I've spoken to who, who don't know what to do um, seem to be many are very depressed because they don't know what to do. And if I go back to my own story of coming to Canada from because of political problems in Africa, one of the, the best things I did was start working straight away at a job I really didn't want to do. And a job prior to came into it, I felt was very much beneath me. I was doing a job that I used to pay many, many people to do back home. But I had to swallow that pride. And what I found was work is therapeutic. Even if it's work you don't particularly like to start with, I think the big trick is to do something. And even if you can't work, if you can volunteer and help out, there's always someone in a worse position than yourself. So get the mind working on something other than your own misery. That that was the big thing that got me moving when I got to Canada. Well, what do you think about that, Castine? Oh. That's that's fabulous advice, Peter, because there are so many different uh, organizations, not, not-for-profit organizations that are in desperate need of volunteers right now because people are so afraid of, of getting out there and, and going into buildings, but that that leaves openings for, for these organizations, and um, that would be a wonderful idea. Sure, yeah. sure. The other big thing, I think all of us who've had – careers, when we need to make a change, we tend to focus on what can I do, the one job or the one career that's going to get me out of this. And in the new, I hate this word, but the new normal, I hate it, but I'm going to use it in the current current climate and the post-COVID climate. Mm -hmm. And, And we've been seeing this for the last 10 years with the rise of remote work and digital jobs. For many, many people, one job is no longer the norm. And I have a very good friend who had a quite a good job for various reasons, left that. And she is now doing four part-time jobs, four totally different part-time jobs, a little bit here, a little bit there. And she picked them up one at a time. And it was things she didn't really want to do, but out of necessity, she started. And then the next one came along. She's managed to drop two, I think, but she's still got four. And that keeps her busy, not all the time, but most of the week and brings some money in. So that's another reality that maybe you've got to work a couple of hours here and a couple of hours there to get by. So that's something else I've heard about. That's right. And a lot of people are engaging in side hustles. Yeah. So they have, they even have a full-time job, but it's just not enough. And then they need, uh, you know, whether it's network marketing or something else that they're doing on the side in their spare time or on weekends, just to supplement that uh, income. Yeah. Absolutely. And we've spoken with a number of people that are in that boat, haven't we? Yeah. Yeah, we have indeed. We have indeed. And then of course there's writing and uh, we've spoken to many authors on the show and our listeners can go back and look at some of the interviews and many of those authors only started writing uh, sort of after the normal retirement age and they had time on their hands and they started writing and it's turned some of them have produced some really well-selling books selling large numbers of books and there's other writing i i myself do freelance writing for a couple of different people which brings some money in uh there's that there's there's a lot you can do if you get out of this uh mental pit that you know woe is me there's nothing i can do there's always something you can do that's right it's and um as soon as you as soon as you realize that you take back your power don't you 
Absolutely, absolutely. And I think the other thing is to, and I, I've also guilty of falling into the trap of looking at the news too much, but I've got rid of satellite TV and I now restrict what I watch on the internet and I try and look for some good news stories. So I'm going to finish my part of the show off with a little good news story that I saw. I think it was on Saturday. I'm just scanning one of the news bulletin type things I look at on the internet. And there's a picture of a, a woman cyclist in Australia with a koala bear next to her bicycle. Have you seen that one? No, I have not. Oh, you've got to listen to this. So she's riding in 40 degrees centigrade heat. So that is what, 100 degree Fahrenheit or 105, something like that, on this road in a very dry part of Australia that's been ravaged by fires, forest fires. And it's killed thousands of these koala bears and it's destroying their habitat. Mm -hmm. So she's riding a bicycle and this little bear comes walking across the road. And she slows down. She doesn't want to run him over. She stops. You know, and they're harmless creatures. They're, they're, they don't hurt anybody. So he walks up to a bicycle and he starts climbing onto her bike. And he's grabbing for a water bottle because he can smell the water. So she takes her water bottle out of its carrier and she turns it up and she opens a little stopper. And this little guy has got his hand on it and he's drinking this water and he's loving it. And he's right up on the bike with him. And some more cyclists come along and he finishes that bottle. So another, another cyclist brings his bottle and the koala bear has half of that bottle. And then he gets down, he quietly ambles off back into the bush. You know? So I thought that was a, a lovely little story. Oh, I love those stories. Those, the animal stories, I just, I just um, <laughs> I gobble them up. I really do. And if it, it's one of the things that brings a smile to my face, actually. If I go to social media, I have to look at the animal posts. Yeah. <laughs> and, and here's another one that just struck me. I'm, I live on a farm. I'm really lucky. So I'm looking out my window at the beautiful colors of the trees. This has got to be the best week for the, the fall colors. I was out this morning and the sun was shining. So if, if viewers sitting at home, if you're watching this in the next day or two and you live anywhere in the colder part of North America, just take a walk and find some trees and enjoy the fall colors. I guarantee it'll make you feel better. Anyway, that's it for me. Kathleen, do you want to finish off in your normal, wonderful style? Oh, thanks, Peter. That was, uh, that was a great story. Thank you for sharing that. And uh, thank you all again for tuning in. And uh, we hope to see you again. And please keep your comments coming. And if you would like to be a guest on our show, please don't hesitate to reach out to Peter or myself. We'll look forward to hearing from you. Thank you. And we'll see you next time. Bye-bye.